Well, hello, 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 and welcome back to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast with me, your host, the Mad Chatter, Ryan MK. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for joining. Hope all is well <clears throat> as we get started here. Pretty good here at the Madhouse MK. Wife had some family in town last week, so we did, a, you know, some stuffs, hit the Garden of the Gods. You know, we usually, we end up doing that once, once a year. Nice to go walk around out there. The giant rocks, the balancing rock is cool. Giant rock that's balancing, hence balancing rock. Yes. There's the kissing camels. Those are pretty good. It's a pretty cool place to check out. And then we went down to Manitou Springs, which I'm a big fan of. There's like a downtown Manitou Springs, like a city set. And it just shops and it has like this center part with all these arcades, right? It's just like one big giant arcade, but it's these different rooms. And there's like a room with all these pinball machines and a room with all these penny arcades. It's crazy. It's fantastic. There's a bunch of arcade games outside. Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man. Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, uh, Ninja Turtles, everything. It's a blast. Really enjoy going there. The kids enjoy going there. Um, so we did that. We did that. It was a good time. It was a good time. So had a decent week. Hope you all have as well. And we got a good week coming up this week. Got some good stuff coming. But I got a good pod for you. So let's get into it. I mean, honestly, I'm going to be honest considering taking a week off after doing a double pod is there was a lot to do. Um, but we got lots to discuss, including the indictment of a certain orange tinted bunghole. Yeah. So we also had the return of Brian, bring him back on the pod. Brian, the bread baking man, Brian, the baker, not an orange tinted bunghole. My guess from last week, Brian, the baker. Yeah, so he's going to be hopping on. Got some fun stuff to talk about. But speaking of last week, I got I just got to start. I was a bit rusty, Madcaps, I'm going to be honest. A few months off, getting back into it. Editing was a pain, especially all the extra stuff I do to guess. Uh, the Taco Cat was on, Brian the Baker, uh, uh, a good friend Gandy. You remember him who was... Who, you know, quite similar to myself. Yes, I know. But uh, and then the commercials and it, it took a lot. Right. So I was trying to come in with a bang and it was a bit of a pain. Not only that, but the video came out way earlier than the audio, the podcast part, because I, I was having problems getting into my Captivate account, my podcast host. It was just it, it, it was a mess. It was a mess. My fucking beard was crooked. All goddamn podcasts. How's it look right now? Looks good now. But it was crooked as fuck, I noticed when I was editing. I'm not going to redo the whole pod for a crooked beard. You know what I'm saying? Oddly enough, wasn't a lot of stumbling and fumbling with my words, which, you know, really has become a staple of mine on this pod. But as mentioned, we have lots to discuss. So we're going to get right into it. The first topic this week, before we head into our break, you know, I like to hit something in the intro. We're going to head right to video games. Why? Because the Mario movie is coming out on the 5th. Not too many days away. Not too many sleeps away. So I want to talk that, celebrate it, discuss video gaming back in the day versus today, celebrate some of that, um, etc. 
So to help me with this discussion, I brought yep. in from last week, guest from last week, Brian the Baker. Welcome back <laughs> to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast, buddy. Thanks for having me again. Yes, sir. I did really enjoyed it last time. So glad you came back. We got a fun topic with the Mario movie coming up. Although I'll say delayed and getting to this pod. And I, I meant to say this when we spoke previously, but better saved for the pod. I enjoy transparency. I am always probably going to be a little bit later than I predict. Why? Children. That's a, that's a, mm-hmm. Children. Children make you late for everything. And part of it is my fault. I should automatically just tack on 15 minutes, eight to half an hour. <laughs> I think it'll be half. A, nope. 45 minutes because guaranteed it's not going to be half an hour. Something's going to happen with the kids and I'm going to have to be 15 minutes. So I do apologies. I know you get it. You're understanding and all of that, but it is wild. No matter what you try and do to stop it. It just, it happens. It's crazy. Yeah. You'll find out. You'll find out. So I personally am excited for this Mario movie. Despite Chris Pratt who, yeah. uh, playing Mario. Uh, other than that looks like a lot of fun it looks good we'll see how it goes but i'm definitely excited to check it out the kids are excited to check it out that always partly gets me excited but what are your thoughts on the upcoming mario movie and then we're going to get into just a little uh all-around video game discussion so but thoughts on the mario movie that's upcoming comes out the fifth i believe what do you think i i don't think it should have been offered to anyone but the original voice actor. If he passed on it, have whoever you want. But as far as I know, they just went, nah, we're going to bring in fucking Chris Pratt, which I, I, I... Big names. <laughs> right, exactly. And and so it's almost like they're they're tweaking it to maybe reach a larger audience rather mm. than doing it for the people who have been here since, you know, 1986. Yeah. You know, I'm with you on that, but I think, I, I think it's just really for me, Chris Pratt, like we do, dude, don't even really that I don't not get Mario from the voice. That's my only complaint from what I've seen with the, the trailers and everything so far, because right. uh, Jack Black is Bowser. Fine. Yep. I dig it. All right. Uh, is it michael keegan playing toad i'm all about it he could do that toad type voice works for me um but something about the chris pratt voice on mario is it's not hitting me but i'm still excited to see the movie and uh um we'll see how it goes but yeah Yeah, exactly i agree with you on that (laughs) i'm uh i'm trying to keep an open mind but i don't think that uh I don't think he tried to do like the original Mario voice. And I think that's what's upsetting me because I like, right. like I get, I get mad when like people cover a song, mm. you know, like, and, and, uh, you know, you, you, you could talk about all the, uh, um, uh, what's it called, you know, drama with like all the, the Disney remakes mm. and, and, I think like it should at least, you know, pay like they should at least try to to get like the the songs and the um uh I, I'm I'm struggling to find the word. Um 
but the authenticity. The feel of, of it, the vibes of yeah, like old how school they Mario. The originals. Right. Because most of the original, like, you know, like Disney movies were fucking masterpieces. Mm. You know? And then, like, if you watch like a side by side of, we'll say, like, the Beauty and the Beast, right? The right. original, I, I couldn't tell you who does the voices in that. But in, like, you know, even just like the opening scene and the opening song in the animated version there they gave life to the characters and how i wonder is it possible to give more life to animated characters than real fucking people yeah. like if you watch the the recent one the recent remake the live action it's it's got like no soul to it mm. you know because they're hiring actual actors not singers to do all these voices and be all these people and I think it's honestly, it's ruining it. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen a lot of the live action stuff. It really hasn't appealed to me either. Yeah. So I, I can't comment it on really one way or another. And yeah. I'm just, I, I think with the Mario thing, I'm with you on a lot of stuff. I think I'm slightly um, willing to look past a couple of things, depending on, on how this goes, because I was so damn excited for the Mario movie back in the day. and holy shit what did they, did they do there I, why yeah. why there's a lot of whys for that movie right. why this this is it's it and and even to this day i can put it on because the kids somewhat enjoy it and i'm just like man there's aspects of it where i'm like okay that like it made me chuckle a little bit but most of it i'm like what the fuck man like it, yeah it's, it's so disappointing like it's just i hate getting built up for something and then being disappointed. So I'm hoping that's not in this. But I also, again, there's stuff that's bothered me from what I've seen so far. But it also, it feels more Mario than that goddamn movie did back in the day. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's appeasing me a little bit to this point. But right. we'll, we'll go into it. Open mind, but a uh, little pessimistic so far. So Wait, I'm, I'm with you. Say, but... say what? I said Exactly, but I'm uh, I'm trying not to be pessimistic, but it's uh, I'm struggling. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. We'll see. If anything, I'm sure my kids will love the shit out of it. But mm -hmm. with this coming out, we we you know we mentioned want some of that old school nostalgia, that old school Nintendo feel, and just get we kind of started talking the other day about um, you're a big time gamer. I've always. Mm -hmm enjoyed video games i don't know that since i was a kid that i've ever been a big time gamer myself right. but i've always played a lot and man i can remember the first nintendo when that came out i did not have one mm -hmm. but one of the kids in my cul-de-sac in a rural yep. colorado where i grew up did have it mm -hmm. and so my dad would take me to the albertsons <laughs> two times a week and I'd rent me some Nintendo games and I'd take them over there and all the kids would show up to Mike's house and we'd get to all play the games and it was great. And I'd leave them over yep. there, building up the good faith with the neighbor kids. Yeah, I can't play it at home. You go ahead and play it. I'll come pick it up in the morning. And that was, the, I, I think it was very late when I got the regular Nintendo. Now the Super Nintendo came along. I got that a little bit uh, in a more timely fashion. But yeah, it was a while before I got the regular Nintendo. And it, it actually, during that period of time, is where I developed sphexophobia. I think I'm saying that right. Which is the fear of wasps. Because I had an incident 
one time. One second. Okay, apologies, madcaps. Interruption from the children. We're back on topic, as I was saying. I had a wasp incident mm -hmm. in my youth. One morning, I went to pick up a video game to return to Albertsons that I had left at the neighbor's house. It was Jaws. I remember that. Jaws, the Nintendo game. Man, that was, shit was fun. That good old Jaws game. Now, I went to pick this up. And as I'm, I'm still in my, my pajamas and everything, my One Piece Transformers or whatever shit I had on. Mm -hmm. And it has pockets. And I'm sitting there and I'm walking to my neighbor's house. I keep itching my leg. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I get all the way to the door, ring the door, scratching my leg again. I'm like trying to figure out what's going on. I look in the pocket of my pajamas and there is a wasp oh, in my pocket with his stinger buried deep in my thigh. Damn. My friend's mother opens the door and I am in tears. What's mm -hmm. wrong? She knows I came to video get the video game. I had the, she had the video game in hand. And I said, there's a wasp in my pocket and it's stung in me. And she was like, well, well take down your pants. Let me see. I can't. I don't have any underwear. Uh, well, then <laughs> run home to your mom and dad. So I run home with the video game, get my leg patched up. But that fucker got me twice. Those goddamn wasps. They can get you more than once. Mm -hmm. And that fucker got me twice. And ever since then, like bees, bees, they, they, they don't bother me so much. Wasps, they just look evil as shit oh yeah and they can fly that, that, that's what gets me like i joke with my wife like she she's afraid of spiders and i'm like man spider yeah yeah they're creepy and this and that and i did get bit by a brown recluse once fucked up my hand for like three years crazy shit mm -hmm. so i'm not fond of spiders but i'm not terrified now if they were flying the flying spiders oh i'd be scared Would shitless. Be terrified. so i think that's part of it the, the what they just come out of nowhere and it's just oh oh <laughs> like mm -hmm. I don't like to admit my fears because I ain't afraid of much. But those things, they terrify me. So right. that ties to the Nintendo story because that just so happens to be what I was going to do was pick up the Jaws Nintendo game to return to Albertsons. And uh, yeah, met the wasp ne nemesis. Took me down. <laughs> yes, uh, we were all, huh? Your neighbor's mom didn't think of just like smacking your pocket to kill the wasp. I don't know. I did. They, I'm not gonna lie. Those people were not the brightest. Okay, uh, fair enough. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I'll just leave it at that. But um, we had also discussed at work Mortal Kombat because back in the yes. day, I actually read an article after we discussed this because my my mom didn't want me playing Mortal Kombat. My dad didn't really mm -hmm. give a shit. Uh, my mom didn't want me playing Mortal Kombat, and they came out with the clean version on the Super Nintendo. And I was saying how they that they had the blood on the Sega. Well, I was half right. When I looked into the article to kind of refresh my memory, mm -hmm. they didn't originally come out with the blood on the Sega, but they had a cheat code so that you could turn on the blood and the fatalities and all that shit. And then it all came flooding back. And I was like, oh yeah, you had to do that code to get the blood in the shit. So I remembered that, but that's I don't happened. remember that. That's interesting. Yeah. And I was reading they did that because they wanted to appeal to, you know, Nintendo was yeah, big on family fun and this mm -hmm. and that. And Sega was like, we'll appeal to the, you know, the older video game players and this yeah. and that. And and uh so 
that was the big thing with that. But yeah, I I, I don't even think I ever owned a Sega as a kid. I picked one mm -hmm. up as an adult, still have it. Um, but yeah, those were those were some of the fun ones. Were you a Sega guy, Super Nintendo guy? Um, so as I was saying the the other day, I had a Sega. Um, oh, that's right. And I had like almost every variation of a Sega, but I was, I loved uh, Super Nintendo, yeah, because I loved um, I loved Mario, and I also loved RPGs, mm. and the like. Um, Super Nintendo had like the ability to uh, to save, whereas Sega did right. not at all. <clears throat> so like every game that you would play on Sega, uh, similar to the uh, like original Nintendo. You know, with a couple, uh, you know, ones that did have uh, a save option, you'd have to start from the beginning every time you played it. So you get um, halfway through Sonic the Hedgehog, you leave that shit on until the next time you play. Exactly. <laughs> and then someone would walk in and and you know bump it and it'd freeze and you'd have to reset oh, it. You'd cry. I know what and, you're talking about. Yeah, uh, but then later on in the de the development, they had like you know, codes and stuff that you could enter to like skip levels and kind of get back to where you were. Mm. So that made it a bit easier, um, which was awesome. But I also like loved RPGs, which were really only available on Super Nintendo. So I always wanted it, but never got it until mm. I ended up buying it for myself at like probably 20 years old. Yeah, we had the reverse. Yes. We had the Literally, one the yeah. other one wanted. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember that the original PlayStation, my dad bought me that when that first came out. And it was a big old honking thing. But I just remember thinking, how cool the games are on discs. This yeah. is so futuristic. This is so awesome. Yeah. And uh, so I was one of the first people I knew that had a PlayStation. And mm -hmm. um, it, I remember it not being that popular, at least around the people I knew. That like, it, that, like they had some sort of like um, hesitancy to jump to this. It, oh, ooh, the, the, the CDs, the, the, there's no longer the cartridge. I think it was, you know, because it was such a change, right? Yeah, revolutionary. And, uh, oh, once get back, just got to give a shout out to the Sega Jaguar. We we talked about that. So many different people have no idea what I'm talking about when I bring that up. Mm -hmm. And when I brought that up at work, you knew what I was talking about. Alien vs. Predator game? Holy yep. shit. Jaguar <laughs> was a blast. So yes. got to give a shout out to that. But back to what we were saying. Original PlayStation, that was cool shit. And then eventually all my friends started hopping on that. And then when the Xbox came out, mm -hmm. I jumped on that and I've been Xbox ever since. Even most of the friends I had in Waterloo, they to this day rock the PlayStation. I'm I've just ever since the first Xbox came out, yeah. I've been an Xbox dude. I was I was on Halo from the start. Mm -hmm. There was this game on the original Xbox called Brute Force that I used yep. to enjoy playing. There was this game that nobody knows about, but it was called RLH, which stood for Run Like Hell. Okay. And <clears throat> it was like a space alien game. Aliens <clears throat> took over a space station in the future, and you're a Marine, and and you, there's different um, species of aliens and stuff you work with to try and, because you're trying to rid the station of these aliens and stuff. And Lance Henriksen plays Bishop, in the alien movies he voiced the main character in this they had breaking benjamin's first album as the soundtrack to this game oh, wow. like it was fun as hell anyway mm -hmm. if you ever find it I, I don't even know if you can find it. i think i might still actually have the game 
but there's nothing to play it on. <laughs> but, well, download a, uh, an emulator. Huh? Download an emulator. I should do that. I have not. See, there's so much shit, dude, in the video game world that I am ignorant to. Like, I, I can't even say I know what that is. But just by the way you said it and the the word, I'm assuming I know what it is. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, because I would love to play that game again, man. So it an emulator, a game. Huh? An emulator you can download offline. And it's basically uh, whatever system you download, you can have access to on your computer. Oh, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. I figured that's what it meant, having access to... Yeah, that would be great, because I would check out some shit. That, for real. Original Xbox, some Sega Jaguar. Hell yeah. There you go. Yeah, you could do... <laughs> as far as I know, almost every system that's ever been created is available. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. I will definitely have to look into that. Although, <clears throat> I gotta say, I can't play with the shit on the computer do you play a lot on the computer most of the games i play yeah are. that's i think that's yeah although i, I do have you know uh ps4 at the moment um haven't really pulled the the trigger on getting a ps5 it's just there's not enough out for it yet yeah and, um the the price point is just not where i'm comfortable throwing away you know five six hundred dollars yeah you yeah know? shit is expensive <laughs> And yet it I'm, really I'm and yet I'm comfortable spending, you know, three, four thousand on a on a computer or the parts for a computer. It, right. it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I don't know. It kind of does to me. I mean, a gaming console is a gaming console, but you know, I imagine those gaming consoles can do all sorts of shit, right? Yeah. Or at but... the computer, like you know, you know what I'm saying? Those setups. I mean, you could probably do it, you know, use them for more than gaming. I don't know, because I don't <laughs> I don't do that shit, but so the my ps4 mostly we use for like all of our streaming mm. you know netflix amazon uh video or you know yep. whatever else we we really use it for that um right. it's very rare that i'll like you know play a new game on the playstation mm. it um i don't know it doesn't have the the the, the pull that it used to for me right video games for me just in general don't anymore and like i was telling you I'll, I'll play some mega man occasionally and if a game comes mm -hmm. out that really hooks me i could probably get into it but it's just one of those things where the less time i had um the more free time i use for certain things and video games just kind of went by the wayside i don't know mm -hmm. and uh yeah and it is tough because i do like to play with other people and mm -hmm. here you are i mean a computer and PS guy. So not an Xbox guy. <laughs> no. See, it's a, so I'm, I'm, I, I often feel very alone in the Xbox world, but um, I mean, if uh, like, like the, um, the house we're looking at, you know, I was, I was doing an inspection um, or having the inspection done yesterday by uh, my, by my brother, but like, you know, the family that's selling it is still there at the moment. So all their stuff is all over. Hmm. And I was commenting to uh, to my brother yesterday, like, I'm like, there's an Xbox, a computer, and like a, uh, uh, you know, Nintendo Switch in like every room in this house. That's like, crazy. I'm like, holy shit! Yeah. I'm like, they have to be like avid gamers. Like, whoever whoever lives there, you know, I, I'm assuming there's at least two kids and 
and you know, rich. Like, yeah. <laughs> or in high credit card debt. Something. I don't know. Maybe that's why they're selling it, but who knows? That's crazy. That is insane. We but, do uh, have actually uh, uh, Xbox, and I've got a lot of the old systems. Like I still have um, Xbox 360. I got a PS3, um, Nintendo 64, my Sega. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I bought online, I got these things like years ago that are just these little things and you plug them in. It's got like a bunch of regular Nintendo games and then there's one bunch of nice. Super Nintendo games. But then yep. when I got the Switch, if you get the like, I think it's like 30 some bucks a month or maybe it's more than that. But it's like so much a month, you get it for a full year and you can mm -hmm. you can play all the Nintendo games and Super Nintendo, yep. not, not all, but they have like a huge selection, all the stuff I care about. Right. And uh, so I like having the Switch, but certainly don't have one in every room. That would yeah. be nice, but um, well, maybe unnecessary. unnecessary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was a great conversation. Video Ooh. games. Mario's coming out. We'll see what it's like. Great combo again, my man. We're going to take a quick break. And then we're going to come back, talk some news, which Brian will be sticking around for. And uh, I am bringing back, for me and Brian, the wheel of madness. That's right. <laughs> so, hang on. We'll be right back. Hey, all you weed heads out there. <laughs> Dudes, I know you're parched, but that's all right. I've got the drink for you right here. Weed water. Bam! That's right. It's chuck full of vitamins, electrolytes, and that bomb-ass THC. That's right. You know, it'll hydrate you while heightening your high, friends. That's right. That's right. So if you got that chill smoke sesh, I mean, nothing goes down the gullet better than a little weed water. Available in a sweet indica. Sativa or hybrid? Friends, go out and pick yourself up a bottle of weed water today and hydrate yourself. <laughs> All right, friends. See you later. This is not a real product. Okay, we are back. We are back. I must say quickly, I'm very much used to hitting the vape pen as I'm coming back in from break. Felt weird not having it. It sucks because I have three, three vape pens, Brian. But you see, I borrowed one to the wife and then I had two. And then it, while she still had one, she borrowed another one. Okay. Ooh. And then while she still had the two of them, she borrowed my third and last one. So now here I sit, potting. Three vape pens, none available to me. This is unfortunate. Wow. But that's all right. We move on. So, Wheel of Madness time, folks. And here are the topics we're going to do. I used to do 15 minutes when it was by myself. I put 30 <laughs> on the clock for me and Brian. And uh, here are the topics. So, we have Drac Cage, talking about Nick Cage in the <laughs> new Renfield movie as Dracula. From prison to IHOP, this is a very interesting story about some dudes escaping from prison. Florida right. added again, you can already uh, imagine. Holy sun, this is about some crazy shit going on with the sun. Weighted fish, that's it's on a fishing topic, believe it or not, that I hit at some point last year. Right. Yes, another one. This is referencing the recent school shooting. Mm. 
damn social media. This has to do with uh, theories around the SVB collapse, the, um, if you know what I'm talking about, and Orange on Orange, which is (laughs) talking about Trump and the indictment. Okay, so we're going to get into this. I'm starting the timer right now. Here we go. Spinning the wheel. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Holy son. All right. So this story, basically, the sun has some very large holes in it that have opened up recently. Corona holes, they are called, and they appear as dark spots on the sun. And they're less dense, way less dense than the rest of the sun. So the solar wind more easily escapes these coronal holes, Mm. which is not great for Earth. All this so being battered by solar wind. So the winds could have had potentially um, and impacted us in a mm-hmm. few different ways, but the both of them seem to just produce auroras. But also this article that I was reading on this also happened to mention, which this shit I had forgotten about. I had read about this. I want to say it was a few weeks ago. Forgot all about it. Part of the star, a part of our sun, has left its surface and is circling like a huge polar vortex uh, at the top of the. It's it's insane. They think maybe it has to re- do with the reversal of the sun's magnetic field. Don't really know. So all sorts of crazy shit going That's on fun. with the sun. Yeah, but it made me think because there's a lot of stuff like with the solar flares and and the solar winds and like. <sighs> Two things. There's this thing called the Carrington event. I don't know if you heard about that. I have not. Um, I should pull up this damn article. But it's basically back in the day. Um, 1870. Okay, now I got to look up the damn article. I should have had it ready. <laughs> um, not not uh, abnormal for me to be dinking around like this. But, um, thank you. Thank you. There it is. But yes. Really, the first documented event of um, solar flare impacting the Earth. Okay, oh. and is named after Richard Carrington, a solar astronomer who witnessed the event through his private observatory telescope and sketched the sun's sunspots at the time. Hmm. Now, this solar storm um, sparked major aurora displays, kind of like these corona holes did, but it also caused severe interruption in global telegraph communications uh, or telegraph operate, um, shocking some, even shocking some telegraph operators. I'm trying to read better. This is not great reading. (laughs) And sparking fires when discharges from the lines ignited telegraph paper. So all sorts of crazy shit this happened. And the, the fear is, is that if we get enough of a hit from a solar storm, then, you know, that could really disrupt satellites, technology, um, or communications technology, the power grids, um, the fear that it could have, you know, a big impact on that. Actually, the very first book I wrote had a little something to do with uh, flares taking out the power grid and stuff. And then, of course, a show came out about that. It was from the dude that did, what was that show called? Some show, they didn't have power. I don't know. It stole my idea. Not really, but <laughs> it stole, stole my idea. But anyway, um, what are your thoughts on this scary sun shit? 
Uh, I mean, if it if it has the ability to knock out our power grids or worldwide power grids, that's kind of terrifying. And honestly, although, you know, with us flirting with World War Three and stuff, it might be the best thing that ever happened to us <laughs> as as humans. Right, right. I Actually, I can't disagree with that, because if it knocked out the capabilities to launch any nuclear weapons, might that's not be exactly such a bad thing. <laughs> my thought, yeah. All right. Okay, so let's get into the second spin of the wheel. What do we got? Florida at it again. Okay, one second. Let me find this. Florida at it again. So, I found this article. There's a school in St. Petersburg, Florida. Mm-hmm. And they have removed the Disney biopic of Ruby Bridges after one parent, mind you, one complained that she felt it taught racism, racial slurs, and that white people hated black people. And that was offensive, this this parent, Emily Conklin. Now, this is all part of this state, Florida state-backed parents' right movement, quote-unquote, which is funny because this doesn't seem to care. It's What about all the parents, right? Mm -hmm. All the parents' thoughts and feelings. It's like, no, if this offends one or two parents, then we can't do that. It's just, it's very weird, and it's more about being in control, and, and it, like, it's just crazy, and, and, and it blows my mind how much the, like, I get why Republican politicians do what they do, but why right. do they have so many followers? I mean, a lot of Republicans are like, less government, but the, the, yeah. the Republican politicians keep trying to put their fingers in all sorts of aspects of our life, so it's it's... It's very weird, but um, yeah, there's, I'm, hold on, I got this pig with this. There's just a lot of different uh, laws going on. Like last year, Florida passed a vaguely written law. Uh, hold on one second. Resume that. Uh, championed by, of course, Ron DeSantis. Um, prohibit, prohibiting classroom lessons, teaching that a student bears personal responsibility for and must feel guilt, anguish, or other forms of psychological psychological distress for systemic racism and sexism now i get you don't want teachers like hey you're a white dude you should feel like shit for being a white dude like we don't want that but it's so again like it said vaguely written that it's this thing where all it takes is one parent to say hey that shit made my kid feel guilty for being white and then boom gone it's comedy for a group that you know says there's so much against cancel culture they are sure Mm. quick to cancel shit like a lot of book banning things like that Uh, books i read in school i did just it's it blows my mind i don't understand nothing wrong with history being shown and it awfully cocky for a state that might be under fucking water within five years anyway brian you're you happen to have a list of the uh those books Ooh, no let me I'm let me curious. look it up. You go ahead and talk. I'll yeah, do some looking. I'm curious to uh, to see if it's anything I've read. See, because <clears throat> like my understanding with the uh, the book banning and stuff like that was stuff that's been written very recently. Um, that was basically explaining, uh, basically sex of of any type, like to children. Mm. And so you know you hear that and you're just like, okay, well. You know that uh, there's there's an age that's fucking too young you know 
Like they 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 shouldn't be taught about you know blowjobs in fucking kindergarten, right? And then, um, did you see the uh, the the video that popped up this week of the? Um, I forgot where it was, but it was a it was a video of like a parent teacher, um, not parent teacher, a uh, like a PTA meeting, um, where the the father was just like you know this this teacher asked my my daughter who's in tenth grade. Um, to to basically list, you know, like who she'd like perform like anal with and the fucking blowjob with and this with and that with, you know, and just write like, you know, initials of her classmates of who she'd be willing to do this with. And, you know, it was like an assignment that was going to be graded. And then like there was no grade and it was the whole thing was fucking strange. Yeah. And that's go ahead. Sorry. So sorry. So this parent, you know, this father went went to the uh, the the PTA meeting and was like, like, what the fuck is going on? Right. Is this an assignment? Like, why the fuck is an is this an assignment? And and like, what like what do you gain by this? And what is this teacher gaining about like their their uh, students, you know, sexual fantasies? Like, what the fuck are you guys teaching here? You know, mm. I forgot where it where it was taking place. Um, regardless if if that is you know something that was going on in in the public schools it's kind of fucking insane well here's the thing here i'm with you shit starts at a certain age what you talk about all that obviously but see shit like that it's i'm glad you brought it up but it's also outliers like it's not like this is like how sex ed is being taught at every right. school. Yeah, there's yep. some it, it, with anything, you're going to have some shitty people doing yeah. some shady stuff. I yeah. mean, it's, it, you know, it. So with this one, I'm just kind of like, okay, I agree with you. Yeah, there needs to be, you know, appropriate age and things like that. But the, it, it, they're also, it's not, it, you know, like the shit doesn't have a place. Like I saw this one thing. I, I wish I could find it. I thought I took a, a screenshot of it, but it was basically um, Lauren Bol- Bober. Mm-hmm. You know, she had a kid when she was 17 and that kid right. got someone pregnant at 15, uh, you know, something along those lines. And she's sitting here talking about, we don't need fucking sex education. Like, you, yeah, if there's her... some shady shit going on, Get those fuckers. But for right. the most part, sexual education has a purpose at yeah. an appropriate age. So it's 100%. just, you know, it's it's just another one of those things that gets fucking t- like it's just it's crazy. So, yes, agree. But yeah. Anything um, else you want to add before we move on? No, I don't think so. OK. All right. Florida at it again. <sighs> Spinning the wheel, good old. Ford. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the uh, the the uh, gun, the the concealed carry with Florida. Unless that's a different topic. Oh, oh no, I'm going to bring that up with the school shooting, with the school okay. shootings. Um, okay. If we get to it, from prison yep. to IHOP, this one should be quick. This is just, <laughs> this one's kind of funny. Okay, so these two guys uh-huh. in prison. Age 37 and 43. I don't even think it was a prison. So I should, I should quit saying prison. It was some like, I think, if I believe right, some holding type jail. Um, yeah, facility. Yeah. And uh, 
March 22nd, the morning of March 22nd, it was their cell was found to be empty. <laughs> and they had used tools made from a toothbrush and a metal object to dig and access the rebars between the walls because they, I guess the the uh, um, the way this place was it just wasn't in great shape either from where it was built or age or something. Um, but and the rebars are for for people wondering they're like these well they really help with shit. What do they have? You know what rebars are, right? Yeah, they're the metal yeah. poles that go in there. Yep. I'm trying to remember exactly what their purpose is, but it just helps hold the shit in place. So it they use the yeah. fortify. Thank you. Yep. So they then use these rebars to further <laughs> their escape. <clears throat> and of course the authorities put out information, ask the public for help. And wouldn't you know, the very next morning, they were apprehended at an IHOP, not far from this fucking like. <laughs> oh man, people just crack me up. Like a great thinking to bust out of that prison. Where where'd the good thinking go after that? I'm they just wanted, curious. Okay, I don't blame them. Where'd they get the money? Why are they for the pancakes? Were they just going to skip and run? Why are they eating so close to this facility? Like, I have so many questions, but I, I just I found this story funny. So I figured I'd bring it to the table in the wheel. Thank you. <laughs> and that, we'll leave it at that. All right. Yeah. Next. <laughs> oh, goodness. Florida at it again. I know we did that again and again. Orange on orange. Okay. So I actually have a lot for this, but I'm saving some um, for the outro of the pod. Yeah. But basically, I'm going to give you a rundown. Here's what we know so far on the Trump indictment. He is being indicted in the Stormy Daniels case, paying hush money. And he's surrendering Tuesday, apparently. Until right. then, until he actually appears in court, we're not going to know the exact charges. They're mm -hmm. sealed until then. Um, but the grand jury handed the indictment. To Alvin Bragg, the Democratic judge, and we're it, it, we're on him. We're on him. We'll see what happens. Right. Um, some, obviously, a lot of people on the right say politically motivated. I even read <laughs> somewhere that there was a poll for all Americans that uh, over fifty percent said it was politically motivated. I don't see it. I look at it as this dude has a <laughs> so many issues. Like fucking nail him for something. God damn it. Like, if this was anybody else, you'd want to say, hey, justice, let them be served justice. Well, mm -hmm. This dude's got to fucking pay for some something he's done, uh, some accountability somewhere, because that's a lot of this whole group is this is thing is it is it's never his fault. It's always somebody else's fault. Somebody doing this and that same thing when he takes credit. Like, it's always it's beautiful. It's perfect. It's all me like is narcissism at its fullest and it's just insane that people are even like it, that poll really surprised me like politically motivated i mean and as far as the right they do shit politically motivated all the time but anyway when it comes yeah. down to just this it looks like we'll know more tuesday when he surrenders in court but again i'm just like i'm not one i have a hard time with any politicians um, mm -hmm. But I have a real hard time with someone 
who is not a politician, so he doesn't know the in and outs. He's the businessman, and he got in. Right. He tried to save a bunch of money by cutting a bunch of shit, which only fucked us in the end. And these people idolize him. Like I voted for Joe Biden, but I'll be more than happy to tell you where I think Joe Biden's fucked up, and I'm more than happy to tell you where I think he's done good. But I'm not yeah. sort of uh, like I don't have a Joe Biden hat or a T-shirt. Right. I'm not planning Joe Biden, you know, bumper sticker like. People get way too carried away with this Trump shit, and it blows my mind that they can't see what this dude's all about. Yeah. But anyway, we'll see what happens with this. And I believe you you had some about the red folder. I, I want to hear about this red folder thing. Yeah, so it was either before January 6th or, or on January 6th. Uh, so we went to this this like party, and he had all this fucking different information that he basically gave to a fuckload of different people, right? Mm-hmm. As like security uh, type of thing. Now, there's been so many uh, like conspiracy theory type of things that have, you know, uh, been been speculations of like, what's, what is the folder? You know, is it the contents of uh, Hunter's laptop? Is it, mm-hmm. you know, business dealings of Obama? And, and you know, is it, <laughs> you know, Proof that like Michelle Obama is actually Michael Obama and a fucking uh, you know um, uh, uh, someone of the the trans community, you know, is it like it, there's been so many different things and like all like all of it's just like maybe <laughs> is it the craziest thing you've like is it beyond you know belief probably fucking not you know like like. You really can you really like trust anyone in government like i i don't know um so, I, I mean yeah. i think there's people in government that are seriously trying to do what they can for the people mm-hmm. and i honestly feel like a good majority of politicians start out that way but i also believe things like power money greed they, they corrupt yeah power corrupts. very easily uh, uh, particularly you know certain people so like it, i think that's a large part of it too that you know there's probably a lot of them that did start out wanting to do the best they could but once they got wrapped up in it you know so um but yeah it, trump a red folder who knows i mean i it wouldn't surprise me at all for him to have something important and just be yeah. carrying it around casually <laughs> I like that sounds like him, but well, yeah, go ahead. The, the, the way that it was, um, uh, described in, in the things that I've seen is that it was like, uh, you, you know, when you were like, uh, in like middle school and like, you know, your, your yellow folder was like history and your yeah. red was math or whatever the fuck, you know, green social studies, go on go on, go on. It's almost like he printed out a, a bunch of like, not itineraries, but different like little packets for people. Mm. And they were all in this red folder. And at this party, he took one out and was like, here you go. And here you go. And here, you know, that's kind of what it seemed to me. Who the fuck knows what was in it? Um, hopefully it'll come up in the, uh, uh, the trial, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm wondering if, if, if he knows what he's being arrested for. I would assume so. I think 
they've gotten a hold of Trump's lawyers. They have to set everything up. So I imagine he knows, but, um, right. but I'm not sure. I don't know exactly all the details, but uh, mm -hmm. I was, I was going to add one thing you brought up, like um, with the red folder, what information yep. might be in the Hunter Biden's lab site. I, I do find it funny. There's a lot of like that shit tied up with the QAnon, like, you know, Trump's going to bring down Hillary and he's going to do this right. and this and has all this information. I just want to go, if that's true, what are we waiting for? Like, mm -hmm. it, so, <laughs> we're just going to keep letting these people be shitty. It's like the whole theory that, um, it, like, there's one of the Q QAnon conspiracy theories that uh, it, that there's an actor playing Joe Biden and that the real Joe Biden, like, or that Joe Biden, oh, no, no, the one where Joe Biden, um, he's been arrested, but they're letting him pretend to be president and things like, like, we just arrest people and then, you know, for big crimes and then let them keep doing their shit, like their job. <laughs> it's well, Some of the shit is just so funny. And it's like, you know, if y'all really did have information why are you holding on to it if you really yeah. care about you know doing the right thing and all that where's the information so it's just it's insane. yeah with, when it when it comes to the the q stuff like uh especially in like 2016 or yeah 2016 2017 there were so many posts that had like 350 different names of like hillary's actually dead and bill's dead and this one's dead this one that would you know they're all in like guantanamo bay and they've been you know executed and like you know, there's like clones playing them, and it's like, wait, what? No, what yeah. the fuck are you talking about? They went all so th that whole thing just went so so off through it. Like, and there's so many people. I have family members, cousins yeah. on my dad's side of the family that thoroughly believe this shit, and I'm just like, an open mind too open, man. Spills those my, contents uh, on the ground. Goodness, goodness gracious. My my final thing, the 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 best like theory of what's in that red folder was like the reason Harambe was killed was <laughs> the, best, the best fucking explanation. Uh, anyway. That's great. That's great. Yeah. The real reason I love me some yeah. Harambe, you know, it's funny the 2016 election. Uh, I I've been open and honest that that was the one election in my lifetime. I did not vote in because I was like, this is what you're giving me to vote for mm. Trump and Hillary. Right. No, thanks. And then yeah. I found out afterwards, a bunch of people in protest voted for Harambe, the dead gorilla. And I was like, yes, they, they why did I not Harambe. do that? Yep. That would have been uh, right up my for, alley. I voted for fucking Johnson in that. Did you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. If I, if I would have actually went ahead and voted, that's probably who I would have voted for. But mm -hmm. um, I was just I was mad. It was like my way of protesting. Like, I always vote. I always do my duty. This is yep. some bullshit. Like, yep. <laughs> this is some bullshit. But move on. Next topic. Go. See what we got. See what we got. Damn social media. So this we'll get through this one fairly quickly. I think the um, SVB collapse theory. So. This bank. Founded in 1983, 16th largest bank, SVB, in the United States, in Silicon Valley, obviously, SVB, Silicon Valley Bank. Mm -hmm. Provided financing for around half of all U.S. venture-backed tech and healthcare companies. Yep. Their assets totaled $209 billion, but it collapsed. And basically, they didn't have the cash on hand to liquidate the wave of customers withdrawing money in large part because 
they had shit tied up in long-term investments. There's a lot yep. to this that this story I don't quite understand. Um, but once this started to happen, uh, they started selling bonds at a significant loss, and within 48 hours, they were just Densky closed up. So until they got right, bailed out, huh? Until they got bailed out. Correct. Now the right was blaming diversity hiring wokeness because you know go woke go broke over everything else but more on point there's a lot of people thinking hey you know social media has got a lot to do with this because there was rumors going about about svb being in trouble and then all of a sudden all these withdrawals start happening and because of prior moves they made to go from um, short-term investments to long-term investments, they didn't yep. have the fucking money to handle this wave of withdrawals and right. it's just it, it's insane but i think it's important to think about that Ed, because that is where we're at with social media and the power of it i mean it, 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 i also read another article that said that's going a little far to blame it all on that but it's it's almost like to me it it kind of seemed like a domino effect like yeah. they started making these changes around the time of the pandemic and they started you know messing with stuff and all of a sudden rumors are getting out maybe things aren't so great all of a sudden people are freaking withdraw the money we don't have the money to cover it bam we're in trouble so it's yeah. just, it's wild uh the, the the way i understood it was it, it was kind of like the um like the the stock uh collapse you know of, of what was it 1929 or 1931 mm -hmm. the the start of the great depression and everyone was fucking panicking and everyone sold, you know, in this case, everyone went to withdraw. because They had all their money there. And uh, I, I don't know. It just. there. I don't think there's a bank on this planet that that has. Everyone's, you know, money just sitting in that fucking bank. You know, right. It's all it's all digital. You know what I mean? Um, like my, my, my wife uses, you know, Bank of America and that came up as yeah. like, you know, Bank of Bank of Bank of America doesn't have the, the cash in the banks to cover all of its, you know, holdings. And it's like, well, no shit. Right. Because it's all fucking digital because they, they take your money and then invest it in other shit as the bank. Hmm. And then they pay you, what is it, like like a tenth of 1%, you know, a quarter or a month? Like, it's not fucking much. No. My um, half off topic, but my, my buddy reached out to me uh, the other day and he was like, you know, um, we should start investing in, uh, in Lockheed. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, you know, they pay $3 in dividends per share. Um quarterly i'm like okay and i looked at, at the stock and i'm like it's like it was like 474 at the time mm. and i'm like so we're spending like 500 bucks to get three dollars and he's like no we're spending 500 to get 12 dollars i'm like no oh, well, in that case like it's fucking perfect we'll be billionaires <laughs> you know and then i'm like you know honestly as as crazy as it sounds the the payout of that dividend is actually higher than what banks give you mm. for keeping the money in savings so i'm like yeah as crazy as it sounds like your idea is not that fucking terrible you know mm. it's just costly and he's like you know right. if we 
if we spend, you know, if we buy like a thousand shares and I'm like, well, it's like $50,000. <laughs> like you got 50 grand just right. laying around to throw into this, you know? Anyway, moving on. Yeah. It, it, interesting subject, man. It, I wish I knew more about the entire field of that um mm-hmm. to understand it better but it's fucking interesting <clears throat> we'll see where the future takes us with all of that now we only got a handful of minutes left mm-hmm. so i got three topics sitting here left drake cage weighted fish and yet another one or whatever i put on that yes another yeah. one um focusing on the school shooting so i'm gonna let you pick what do you want to run through for our last topic because if we probably only got time for one uh let's do the shooting okay so we got another one um not long after the one here in denver and just as florida passed as this crazy concealed carry law where basically uh they just they you can just conceal carry no permit needed no nothing just go buy a gun like they just everybody have the guns that's what it feels like wild west everybody get your fucking guns and you can conceal them no permits needed nothing you're good to go fuck it and there's obviously a little bit more to the law and the story but that's the essence of of it and it just it just blows my mind it's like this time tennessee six dead three adults three kids Shooter was supposedly transgender. The right mm-hmm. want to focus a lot on that, which is funny because they don't want to focus on when it's a, 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 a fucking white hick MAGA dude. They don't focus on that shit. Um, this person was under the under care for emotional disorder. Yet was able to buy several guns. Right. Uh, from what I understand, she was living with her parents. Her parents made her sell a gun. They believed that was the only gun. They didn't know she had more guns because they knew she shouldn't have a fucking gun. Yep. They were AR style weapons. And I'm just like, hey, like, again, this goes back to my people say they, they save the kids and but they focus on LGBTQ plus community worried about groomers and this and that. But they don't look at the churches. They don't mm-hmm. look at the summer camps. They don't look at sports. Hockey, gymnastics, shit happens all the time to kids in this fuck. So they don't, no, it's all focus on LGBT. Okay, whatever. Pro-life. You want to say pro-life. It's their big thing with abortions and things like that. They don't do shit when it comes to, like, again, sorry, that was the the, the Minions Darth Vader theme alarm going off, but I stopped it. Keep rolling. Um, But they, they, the pro-life, the abortion thing, it, it, oh, we want to save the kids, but after the kids are born, where's your support for, you know, single moms? Where's your support for fostered children? Like, where's your support for all this shit? Right. And if you really care, and this is just another one, and it just feels to me like Republicans are kind of like, well, that's the cost of having our guns. We're going to lose so many kids every year. Like, that's what it feels like, and I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay, and I'm not completely against guns i'm not a big fan mm-hmm. but i'm not against people having them per se um, i think okay. we need to limit who has them i think you need to be a, like people who are um unwell psychologically do not yep. need guns and furthermore we don't need what do these shootings happen with ar style 
weapons. We don't need those available for people to buy. Buy some handguns. Like you don't hear about these shootings happening with handguns or hunting rifles or shit like that. It's these AR weapons. Yes. Sorry, there there are definitely shootings that you have heard about that were carried out by pistols, like the uh, the Virginia Tech shooting in okay, yeah, sixteen right. twenty. There there are a couple others that they they did have pistols, and a lot of the the like random shootings that Two minutes, just so you know, uh, random shootings that um like like the one that just happened at the fucking school that wasn't with an AR, it was with pistols. And like pistols are are much easier to 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 buy, and mm-hmm. it kind of scares the shit out of you because those are the ones that are much easier concealed. I guess I'm just thinking in a in a mass shooting type event, handgun, you're getting off how many bullets before you have to reload? Whereas an assault rifle is, and these things are just ripping what was it i don't even like thinking about it but one of the school shootings recently like they had to fucking get like dental records to identify these kids because these guns ripped them apart and but it's it's just yeah (laughs) the other thing is there aren't there aren't any automatic weapon uh rifles or or pistols or anything that are on market for civilians they've completely taken that away they took it away years ago the other thing like with the ARs, I, I'm pretty sure the most rounds you can have in a in a magazine now is ten rounds. Okay. So like the the uh, you know they all have their own rate of fire because of the firing pin and like the 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 common you know uh, civilian does not have the the ability to to get a uh, uh, automatic rifle. Or an automatic pistol or automatic anything unless um they're buying it black market which is probably being sold by someone that was in the fucking military or something um okay sorry yet another interruption we've had a handful of these this podcast but brian you were talking about um the rounds and how many can yes. be held and and like the firing rate and things like that yes um so yeah uh, a couple years back maybe five six years ago they 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 cut down all the rounds that civilians can have. They're eliminating, you know, the bump stocks and they're eliminating, like, you used to be able to carry, like, 30 rounds in a magazine and mm. you can't anymore. I think they capped it at, like, uh, 10 for AR or something like that. Um, but they they took away, like, any kind of automatic uh, system of, of firing pin uh, years and years ago. And uh, so there are no, like, automatic weapons that are being sold, like, in stores. You know, you can't go to a fucking Cabela's and buy, like, an AK-47 or something like that. Um, they're all semi-automatic. So although it may sound like a da-da-da-da-da-da-da, you know, it's, that's, it's literally because the, the guy has a fast trigger finger. But, you know, even the um, the system inside the gun has has limitations. Um, but paintball guns can can fire faster than most ARs um because they have a double fucking mechanism hmm. but uh um I, I i don't remember where i was trying to go with this that's uh, all right the kids kids do that to you they they interrupt and then totally you know they derail the thought train that's what happens right. but look i'll say this but i'm I'm honestly not as knowledgeable about all like intricacies of what part of that is because I just don't like guns. Um, right. But again, 
not entirely opposed to people having guns. I'm just yeah. like, my thing is, is we could say whatever we want in this country. Yes, I agree. Mm -hmm. Black market, always going to be a problem. But yeah. my thing is, is that we've seen other countries take care of this problem. Mm -hmm. It's just us that has it like this. It's just us. Like, I don't have all the answers, solutions, but something's got to be done. And it, and I know for a fact, a lot of these politicians get paid shit tons of money by the gun lobbyists, lobbyists yeah. in general. I think we talked about it. it's a fucking problem. It's crazy. So, you know, I, I just I don't know where to go to end it because definitely a large portion of the country want to be able to have guns. Mm -hmm. And I don't necessarily disagree with that on the surface. It's when we start getting into all the other stuff where I'm like, what can we do? What can we do? Yeah. Yes, more background checks. Yes, let's crack down on black. Let's do whatever we can. And, and to me, the idea of putting like security guards in schools and shit like that, like I just mm -hmm. uh, like I it's just it's frustrating because I again, as someone who has kids, I hear a lot mm -hmm. of people talk about what we should be doing for the future of our kids. And a lot of those people talking really ain't doing shit. Like right. if when it comes to, you know, you know, predators, the climate um, shootings, like it's just we're being failed. It's fucking ridiculous. And, you know, I just yeah, yeah, I'm just over it. Really? <laughs> I just I'm just over it. I, did, I don't like seeing that shit. That's why I can't, people say you're you're still doing online school with your kids. Really? The pandemic. So, yeah, because they're high risk for covid and for bullets, man, because that's, they're all over the place in the schools. Like, I, I just, uh, you know, I don't know. Man. I, that's but, just where I'm at. What what do we need to do to fucking protect our kids better? What do we need to do? Right. The, the last thing I'll say about it is that, um, like, most of the... the uh, the, the shootings, the, you know, the, the random acts of violence, you know, um, they're not being carried out by, by people who are legally owning these guns. Mm. It's um, like, I, I, I'm not sure about this most recent one in Tennessee, but, but a lot of the rest of them, like, you know, it's like the, the parent's gun or it's, you know, just, just someone that got it illegally or, uh, you know, yeah, you, you look at the media and then you look at like like I try to look at both both sides of, of whatever story is going on and it's like you know, the left is saying this and the the right media is saying this and it's like well which one is the fucking like truth? Like the you know the 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 you know, CNN, CNBC, whatever has like these set of facts. And then you go to Fox and like, they got these set of facts. And it's like, well, which one is like, if it's a fucking Venn diagram, something's got to be in the middle, you know, that goes mm. to both. So, so which, what fucking facts are there that goes to both? Was this, you know, an illegally obtained weapon or illegally? And it was, you know, registered to this fucking person. And like, how are they getting this shit? And like, you know, there's not enough investigation. If it was obtained illegally, like who the fuck sold it to them or who gave it to them or, you know, like what? There's so many fucking details that they just just go like, oh, it doesn't matter. Fuck it. Uh, who cares? You know, they got it from from whoever the fuck on, you know, Colfax. <laughs> yeah. And 
Fuck it, we'll just leave it at that. Oh, they picked they they it was found at the at a bus stop on Colfax. Fuck. Well, and I think my kind of final thoughts on it is, you know, again, I don't know the intricacies of specific weapons, things like that. So maybe I'm not the best person to talk on that part. My thing is, is this is a problem in this country. Mm -hmm. Show me another country where this is a big issue because it's us. It's us. And so... Anybody who says, well, this, well, that, well, about God, like kids are dying. Should it fucking mm-hmm. matter? Should it fucking any of it matter? Right. Should any of it matter? As often as kids are dying because of this, should any of the bullshit matter? Mm-hmm. What do we need to do? Australia, we're fucking done with guns. They, they haven't had a problem since. And people right. are like, oh, we need to hold on our guns in case the government, in case what? That was back in the day when you had muskets and shit. Try and rise up against the government now. Like, imagine the entire country of civilians tried to, it still wouldn't work. They would bomb one right. fucking city and be like, y'all want to keep fucking around? Y'all want to keep fucking around? That's what they could do. Like, so it's not like it was back in the day, in my personal opinion. This is, the, the I, and again, I could sit here and rant and rave. Mm-hmm. I don't have much for solutions or answers. I really, right. I really don't because for me, it's a struggle because there are too many people in this country that have to hold on to the guns, no matter mm. what, even if kids keep dying. And so to me, it, the ability to get guns. And to me, I just wanted to like, this is why I don't put my kids in school. Cause I ain't trying to go through this shit. And yep. so again, what can we do? Because we're the only ones that got this issue. What can we do to fix it? And when can we start caring so much about what happens to our guns that it's affecting mm-hmm. what happens with this issue so right. that's just where i'm at. And like mm-hmm. and you know because i can't fucking imagine dude i'd lose my goddamn mind brian yeah. I, <laughs> I like i so like it just it, you know that's why people like alex jones disgust the shit out of me like it just it, you know it's a bit of a sensitive topic for me and just the it, you know again not someone who knows a ton about guns because i just not a big fan. But I, I understand, you know, the right wanting to own a handgun, things mm-hmm. like that. But I'm like, okay, so th- then where's the line? When can mm-hmm. we start, you know, where where can we start? Where can we start, <laughs> like, to improve this? And it's, it's just because every time we get a wave of this where we get a few in a row, you know, there's outrage and there's thoughts and prayers. But then, you know, don't shit come from it. So I, it's just, it's frustrating. I don't think there's much that uh, that happens on social media after something like this that pisses me off more than the, the fucking thoughts and prayers. Right. It's fucking aggravating the yeah. thoughts and prayers. Yeah, and uh, and I've said it my, myself before because I, but I'm also at a loss because I, I generally do feel bad, and I wish there was something to do. And then of course I go with the old tired thoughts and prayers, which is so stupid. It it is. It just yeah. Hearing the politicians say it though is just like fuck out of here. <laughs> you have some. You have a, an ability to change something. Fucking act. Right. Nobody wants the politicians' thoughts and fucking prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Mm. Um, but fuck, I, I have to say, like, like before we moved out here, um, like New York is is on like a uh, like a three to five year back order of fucking um, pistol permits. 
you know, I was looking into one because I was I was running a bar mm. and I'd have to make uh, bank runs by myself, you know, with somewhere between ten and thirty thousand dollars in fucking cash. And like, you know, every employee knows you're going to the bank every like like you, you got a little fucking blue bag about this mm. fucking big. Uh, the fucking shit it scared the fuck out of me every fucking time I did it yeah. so a hundred percent aside from but you know with the bank runs and me closing at three or four o'clock in the morning you know walking out by myself like I a hundred percent wanted a pistol yeah because people are fucking insane out there yeah All not I mean, because just... I ever wanted to use the fucking thing but right you know, well, if, it's, if it's me or them, I'm I'm 100 percent gonna choose myself every time. Yeah, you know. Well, and I know, and and I admit, um, you know, again, I'm not fond of them. Scare me a little bit, but I have to admit, also, we've talked about my wife getting one just so when she's out and about with the boys, because yep. like the world is fucking crazy. And exactly. Uh, and uh, like me, I just always I got this retractable, um, like staff, like mini yeah. staff. Yep, seen one of those they just pop over. right yep. out and then i've got a few different blades anytime we go out and about i carry that shit with me because the shooter might have a gun but the mad chatter has got a blade he knows how to use and is a little off his rocker himself and like i'll go charging at a motherfucker <laughs> like mm-hmm. like that's one of those where it's it's the the it's, I would have to fight the desire to protect my family for the desire to be like, I'm going to take this motherfucker out. Like, yeah. And, um, but yeah, we, so we, we've not that I'm that badass. I'm not, not by any means. <laughs> like I'm some awesome, like Rambo badass. No, I did, but it, it, it would like, it, you know, I guess I, I feel like I have that in me because, um, like I remember <laughs> Well, now we're getting totally off track. I was going to go into this whole Hardee's story when I used to work at a Hardee's. We'll get into that another time. Remind me. But uh, I know you got to get going. So um, we'll just kind of leave it at that, man. I think we both can agree that, it, you know, we're in a bad spot with it all. And yeah. um, it's tough to say what the right answers are. And, yep. you know, it's tough to make progress. But, I, I, you know, I, I think I can safely say we're both pretty tired of hearing about this shit happening. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> So, all right, Mr. Brian, thank you so much for coming on again, bro. I hope uh, my damn computer fan started kicking in. I hope it's not too noisy on your end. I don't hear it at all. Okay. And I don't hear it in my headphones, so maybe it's not as bad as I thought. But I appreciate you coming on, man. And, um, you know, we'll do it again soon. Do it again very soon. Probably next next pod I'll have you on again if you want to be. So, yes, yes, sir. It was fun. I hope you enjoyed the Wheel of Madness. Because it was nice yes, to do that with somebody much. else. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, you have a good rest of the day. Enjoy yourself. And Madcaps, I'll be back after a break to wrap up this tea party. Thanks again, Brian. Peace out. Hey, Madcaps. It's the Mad Chatter Ryan MK here with yet another public service announcement for you. So listen up. Many people deal with addiction, have dealt with addiction. They're either going through it themselves or are they seeing a loved one suffer from it? And I personally, I've been on both sides myself and it is not easy. Of course, the first step to fighting addiction is admitting there's a problem. And honestly, help 
is not going to help until the addicted get to at least that point, admitting there's a problem. So if you or someone you know is struggling with addiction, any kind of addiction, get online, educate yourself, and find what resources are available in your area. You know, Madcaps, I gotta say, oh, but we're back, we're back. Closing the tea party up, closing seg here. But I gotta admit, I really, really, really don't like having my weed vape for the pod. Didn't uh, like not having the smoke go across the screen for the intro. Uh, didn't like not having it to puff on while I was chatting with Brian. Haven't liked coming back into the breaks without it. It's not the same. It's not the same. Not a fan. <laughs> Three of them. I have three people. And somehow, none. I did. Okay. Before we get into anything else, let's go ahead, hit the speed round for the topics left over from the Wheel of Madness. So let's do that. There's only two. There's only two. Weighted Fish and Drac Cage. Ready? Here we go. Drac Cage. Nick Cage continues his comeback with what looks to be a pretty awesome Dracula Dark Carmody flick. Uh, it's called Renfield. Title character played by Nick Nicholas Holt, who I adore Nicholas Holt. Cage is, uh, you know, it's not a comeback. It's crazy. You know, lots of stuff going on with him. He had the movie with the Pablo Pascal that was really about him. It, I still haven't checked that out yet. Need to. But Cage is on a comeback. It's pretty crazy. Remember him at the top? Gone in 60 seconds. The rock snake eyes face off. Yeah, he was it back then. He was the guy. He was crazy on fire. And then he's gone. But now he's on a comeback. And this looks to be his best of the comeback yet. If you ask me, this looks fantastic. Again, I do love me some Nicholas Holt, so there's a little bias there. But this looks phenomenal. Renfield, can't wait to check it out. Weighted Fish, that's the second topic. I really am excited to talk about this topic because we talked about this story last year. The Lake Erie Walleye Trail Tournament. And there were some people, some fishers, some fishermen doing some cheating. Cheating, not cheating on their wives. Cheating on fishing. They were cheating on fishing. Oh, dear, director Jason Fisher of this tournament became suspicious of walleye that was significantly heavier than typical walleye. Uh, the owners of the heavy fish, uh, these dudes, Jacob Brennan and Chase Kaminsky, uh, they are the ones who put the weights inside and they recently pled guilty. They would have won 28,000 total dollars had they been accused, uh, had they, you know, not cheated and actually won the tournament. And they had been accused of doing these things before. And this is just one of those stories where, hey, we had to come back, wrap it up because, you know, we talked about it before, and it is wild. These motherfuckers take the fish, catch the fish, and in order to guarantee their win, stuff the weights inside the fish. I mean, got handed to them. Not a terrible idea. They got caught. <laughs> I mean, it is a terrible idea. Cheating is no good. But uh, I, I can't help but appreciate sometimes the uh, uh, thought and the planning and things like that behind the cheating. Um... But in the end, I don't know a lot about fishing, so maybe this was just a terrible idea to begin with. I just think they put too many weights in, you know? They made it too heavy. That's how they got caught. They just would have put a few in, even if they're not winning them all. I think they got cocky. I think that's what happened. Weighted fish. Weighted fish. <sighs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. Speed round. So before we... 
getting to the actual closing of the pod. We've still got the rest of the segment to do, and we haven't talked a lot of sports and entertainment. So I want to hit that real quick, like, because, well, not real quick, like, we got a little bit of time for the pod, but there's been some interesting stuff. For example, the Final Four, men's and women's, man, and women's, Friday night. I watched the games. And again, I wish, I mean, it's okay now because now we're down to the final four and you got the women on Friday, men on Saturday, women on Sunday, men on Monday. So it's okay. But I would have much appreciated, uh, you know, being able to watch more of the women's tournament. And I just don't think it's fair they put them on at the same time. Wish they would do it a little bit differently. Uh, But I've really enjoyed both tournaments overall. We had crazy final fours where on the men's side, um, you had no one, two, or three seeds. And then on the women's side, you had the these, these star power. Um, and it's just fantastic. It's been fun. So today, I've been recording Sunday, we have the Women's National Championship, LSU. And damn it, I forgot her name. <laughs> As I'm going to go ahead and look it up so I don't make a fool of myself trying to guess on her name. But then you got Caitlin Clark in Iowa. And uh, let me just, just, just hold on. Let me just see. What is her damn name? Angel Reese. And who's a, a, a Angel Reese. And then there's the guard, Alexis Morris. They got some good players. And Iowa has Caitlin Clark, who's kind of like the, the female Steph Curry. Not to do that, to get Paris, but there's similarities. She just can kind of, she's fast. She can pass. She knows what the fuck she's doing. She's smart. And she just can fucking launch that ball from anywhere and swish it. I mean, it's, she's, she's incredible. That's why I say like Steph Curry. The very, uh, you know, Steph Curry-like. Very much so. More than a lot of men you see. So, She's a lot of fun to watch. And, you know, I don't normally root for Iowa teams, even though I spent some time in Iowa. It's because I'm not a fan of Iowa. But kind of rooting for this team, this Iowa women's team. It's They've been fun to watch. Kaylin Clark's fun to watch. I think it'll be a good game today. And then tomorrow night, Monday night, you'll probably be listening to this Monday, Tuesday. It'll come out Monday. So tonight, <laughs> you have the men's. And man, this final four, um, well, you got to say, first game, blast. FAU, San Diego State, uh, really, FAU had that game. And then it got close down the stretch. FAU up by one point with the ball. They miss a shot. San Diego State gets it. Rebound. They run it down the court. We're running out of time. Five, four, three, two. Dude puts up a shot. Swack at the buzzer. San Diego State moves on. Second game. Thanks to uh, my guys at the Levitard Show, or because of my guys at the Levitard Show, I've been rooting for Miami. And not just that, but after watching them, they were one of the more um, fun teams for me to watch in the tournament. I enjoyed watching them. And they just came out flat last night. On Saturday night, we'll say it like that. On Saturday night, came out flat. Just never seemed to really get going. And uh, UConn just kind of took it to him. And Miami, a few times, 
started coming back and you thought, oh, this game is about to get close. They always do this. And then UConn would just pull away. And I have a hard time believing UConn just doesn't win the whole thing. It's a shame because I wanted to see one of the other three uh, win the title. And San Diego State could still do it. But uh, UConn definitely does look uh, <laughs> the top of the, you know, the cream of the crop of, of, of what's left. So I, I imagine UConn's going to be hoisting that uh, that title, I think. That's my opinion. But it's been a really good tournament. And I'm excited to watch the women's final today. So we move on. Baseball started, but who really cares? I mean, I, I'm kind of interested in the pitch clock. I, I've talked about baseball before. It's just one of those where it's kind of fun to go to the game, but even then it gets a little bit. There's just something about it. I really enjoyed playing it when I was younger, and even as an adult, enjoy doing softball. But other than that, like I, I try and pay attention towards the end of the year. And uh, I do always, pretty much every year, end up watching some of the playoffs, which are usually fun. But um, I just, yeah, it's it's just hard to get into it until it gets very much later in the season. And even then, it's tough for me. But we'll see what happens. A lot of people are fans of the, some of the new rule pitch clock. We got that going on. So let's see. Let's see how this goes, right? BattleBots shaping up to be a pretty good tournament even like it feels like there's some parody in this this year even in battle bots it seems like there's been a lot of parody in uh sports um the last couple of years and it just feels this year in particular even though like football even though the chiefs ended up winning they really felt like there was a handful of teams that could do it and you look at I mean, hockey, obviously, the Bruins are like up top with this record setting season. But those teams never do well in the playoffs. Those top records, it just it's a weird thing in hockey. But those kinds of teams come playoff time generally don't continue that. And so there's a lot of other teams behind Boston that you just end hockey. So fucking the hockey plus you never know with that shit anyway. So. And then the NBA, the NBA is crazy this year. Several teams could win it. I mean, it's just, I already mentioned the men's side of the March Madness that no one, two, or three seeds in the final four. Like, parody is kind of the thing right now, I think. And um, it's extended into battle bots, I believe, because I did all the top bots, like like an end game, like a Hydra, and all the top bots in the field this year, they've all lost, you know. It doesn't seem like there's, you know, a dominant, like, you know, it felt like in that one tournament last year, like end game just wouldn't be beat. Bike Force back when they were still, when he was still keeping, it felt like one, the one year, just like nobody's going to stop that bot. Tombstone, same thing with him, but nobody stopped. This year, I think it's kind of wide open. So, man, very interesting. I'm loving the sports stuff. I did, as far as, uh, entertainment, like I said, I've already mentioned the Mario movie, Renfield. Those are a couple of the ones I'm looking at. You know, we had one of the other things that happened um, while we were on our break, the award shows. And I am very happy uh, for Brendan Fraser. Dude's been through a lot. You talk about a comeback story. Um, he brought me a lot of joy in his movies when I was younger. Encino Man. Uh, what was that one where he's goes 
he's like trapped or no, they, his family goes into a bomb shelter, but like, what the hell is the name of that? His dad's Christopher Walken, I think. And then they come up out and everything's changed, obviously. And the world hasn't been blown to shit. Can't remember that. <laughs> Can't remember the name of that movie. Um, the mummy movies. I enjoyed those. Like I liked Brendan Fraser, man. He did, he did fun stuff. And then he just disappeared. And you hear some about his story and, you know, it just makes you feel good that he's back and that he's doing well. I haven't seen the whale. I haven't seen the banshees or anything. Blah, blah, blah. I haven't seen, like, I'm just, I probably will check out everything everywhere all at once, but I'm just like the award shows. I don't really care. And those aren't my type of movies, you know? I'll watch some of them. Some of them are good. It's not like I don't like dramatic, artful pieces. I just usually don't. <laughs> like, give me Lord of the Rings. Uh, give me Star Wars. Give me Saw. Um, give me Bad Boys. I'll take some Bad Boys. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just, the, the artful movies, like, I have a hard time nowadays as I've gotten older, sitting through a whole fucking movie anyway, you better be gripping me or making me laugh my ass off. Because if you're just making me watch and think and, you know, try and appreciate what you do. Nah, man, I got to get on the phone. I got to go to the bathroom. I got issues. <laughs> so, and I know a lot of people into that kind of thing, but I just, and I know those are like the, oh, well, those are the top movies. Those are really good movies. I get it. And I'm sure I'll check out a couple over time. But I just, you know, I used to just like watch TV movies nonstop. And nowadays it's like I try and catch up on the sports, right? Because that shit's live, you know? And when there's a show like The Last of Us or something like that, I, a big show, I try and keep current. I try and keep as current I can, as I can with things. But I also, I, I got too much other shit I'm trying to do in my spare time than to stare at the screen, you know? I just, so it's hard to get caught up on all the stuff that comes out anyway. My complaint that I don't have enough time for all the content that's out there. It's true. It's true. And I really wanted to get this weekend to the uh, documentary about the aerial uh, school UFO incident because I love that particular story, that particular um, well, incident. I love the shit out of it. And it was a while ago that a new documentary came out about it. And it's supposed to be fucking awesome. And um, I'm really excited to check it out. I just haven't got around to it. Just haven't got it. I, and I wanted to do it this weekend so I could talk about it on the pod. And uh, I just was not able to. So, unfortunately. So, I bring it up because I say that I'm going to do that this week. And that will be a discussion point on the next podcast. So if you get a chance, look into the aerial school UFO incident and maybe even check out this uh, new documentary that's out. So that's kind of what I got for sports and entertainment. Um, as always, lots of good stuff out there. Can't get to it all. It's frustrating. <laughs> It's frustrating. So, before we get out of here, I wanted to throw some additional Trump Trumpy thoughts at you with with the whole indictment thing and all of this going on. Because who knows where this will go? But 
I am curious to see protests. Uh, will they happen? Because we saw when he initially was calling for protests and things like that, there were more protesting for his arrest than on his behalf. So is that going to flip now that he's actually going to be indicted? Well, we'll see. I know he's still having his rallies and people are still going. And even oddly enough, politicians he's going after like Ron DeSantis are calling this unfair. And more than likely it's for their own good because they're probably like, hey, we don't want to set a precedent here. I mean, we've done some shady shit. It almost reminds me of the NFL where like these owners like – It's Daniel Snyder of the Washington Commanders. He's done some heinous shit. You want to get him out the league. You don't want him representing the league. Terrible owner, terrible human being. But a lot of these owners are also iffy because they're like, we got some skeletons in our closet. (laughs) And we don't want to set precedent by booting this guy. So if someday some of our skeletons get out, we could be out of here. So I think that's some of the shit going on here. Even though DeSantis could sit here and, and be, you know, he could be battling Trump for the Republican nomination and back and forth. They've gone back and forth. Trump's really digging into DeSantis, and yet he's going to back him on this. It blows my mind. <laughs> it's it's something. MAGA's in general, though, really something. I mean, the idea that you idolize a guy uh, that's in government Partly because he's not a politician, but a businessman. And how's that worked out, by the way? Because to me, as a businessman, it seemed he he did uh, a lot of trying to cut stuff to save money. You know, cutting programs such as pandemic response team. Uh, there's, I'm going to find this picture. There's all sorts of shit that this guy did when in office. And hold on one second. I'm going to see if I can find it. Man, man, where did it go? It's Brian Tyler Cohen. I I, I like that dude. Brian Tyler Cohen, if you ever ever get a chance, check out his stuff. He's pretty good. He knows his politics, to put it that way. Um, But he put out a good post about um, the programs he's cut. And, and, Deals backed out of things like that. And there was a pandemic response team. And then, oh, COVID hit and we were fucked. Then there was the shit he did with the train companies. Oh, you know, not requiring certain braking systems. Oh, derailments. Right. A big derailment. So I just... I, I, I would, I, I just, like, I could go on and on, but when it comes down to it, I would just, like, I, I wanted, would, would anybody who wants to sit down, who's a MAGA, a Trumper, I would love to sit down with you and just ask you, name five good things he, he's done since he started all this shit 2016. Name it. Name three. I can name one thing I thought of he could do that he did was uh, basically gave the military a bit of a raise. I have a buddy that's in the National Guard. He was appreciative of that. He also hates the orange man with a passion because that's the only thing 
I mean, I suppose if you're one of his rich buddies, because that was the thing, you know, tax breaks for the wealthy. I mentioned last week, while he was president, the richest people were paying some of the least amount of taxes they've, they've ever paid. Lower than India, it's just... But yeah, go Trump, right? He cares. <laughs> I mean, he's done more harm than good. And, well, yes, they did, you know, most in government aren't exactly trustworthy. Um, I totally agree with that. I mean, but again, you don't see me with you know, Biden hats and Biden shirts and, you know, Biden flags flying from my vehicle. Like, no. And you'll never see it. I loved Obama. I don't give a shit what anybody says. I didn't have an Obama flag flying from my car. I didn't wear Obama hats. It's a fucking cult. All buying into a grifter and a con man's bullshit. They buy hook, line, and sinker and have the ironic audacity. <laughs> this irony-filled audacity to call us sheep. When you look at his most recent rally in Waco, there was nothing. What did he say he was going to do to fix the country other than put corrupt politicians behind bars? That was it. He complained. He complained and he blamed. Blamed and complained. What about our country? All you can say is make America great again. How? What are you going to do? He has nothing but complaining and blaming. And the MAGAs eat the shit up. That's <laughs> mm. mm. a crazy situation. And our country is, it's, it's, we're rare in how we do shit. Government leaders are kind of put on a pedestal. I mean, we have a fucking monument of four of their heads, for fuck's sake. Huge presidential heads. <laughs> and we're rare in not prosecuting former leaders. And like in many other countries, government leaders get prosecuted for corruption. I mean, And now, like, hey, let's fucking nail Trump. He's been shady as fuck. And people want to act as a politically motivated. This guy's a fuckhead. It, it just amazes me how many people still are just buying his shtick and his... Again, look at his rally. What did he say about making our country better? But again, that doesn't seem to ma even matter to the mags anymore. It's It's not even about the right thing what's best for our country it's all about whatever trump says that's bullshit anytime it's negative for him it's someone else's fault he never takes full accountability but it, it, and it, it like i mentioned with brian i that's what he does like i Complain and blame, someone else's fault, unless it's good, then it was all me and it was perfect and it was beautiful. <laughs> I mean, I'll give him this. It, it, it's shady as fuck, fucked up. But he has done one smart thing, and that's he's always very proactive, like with the election. Off we lose. It's because they stole it. And then when he lost, 
Well, I mean, you know, the election, uh, stolen election BS shit has, has not stopped. <laughs> Same thing. That, that, hey, if I get indicted, it's politically motivated. Like he's just he's a step ahead. <laughs> and that's where I get upset with the Democrats, because I feel like they're not smart enough or they're not ballsy enough to like fight back hard enough. Like where was somebody like before Trump said anything like, hey, just so you know. If he gets indicted or just so you know, if he gets word that he's going to be indicted, he's going to try and get out ahead of this and say that it's politically motivated and whatnot before he gets indicted so that if he gets indicted, someone should be calling this shit out. And I'm sure somewhere people have. But we need high profile politicians to be better and smarter and tougher because they just look weak. And it's like, you know, not everybody pays close enough attention. So, yeah, these Republicans, they're liars and they're full of shit and they're shady and they're trying to take away rights, but they project strength and they like it's crazy. But it, again, fucking two party system. I just <laughs> uh, politically motivated. What would you call all the Republicans just standing by while letting Trump lead the country down a toxic path? Um, you know, them being evil at your core. I mean, I, that seems politically motivated. Did you stand by and, you know, he's not the best. It's like Fox News. Oh, we know Trump's an asshole. They're, they're talking shit on Trump through text messages, admitting the election stuff is bullshit. But they get on air, say the opposite. Politically motivated. They want to talk about it. That's funny. It's funny. I mean, they've talked about executing dem Democratic leaders. Literally. That's what they were looking to do on January 6th, 2021, right? But this is too far. It's always that witch hunt my ass. <laughs> it's just crazy it doesn't offend more people. If it was you or I, we'd be fucked. He threw a fit and fought to stay in the White House just so he could continue to avoid the wave of le the, this wave of a legal shitstorm headed his way. Well, nice try, fuckhead. Hope you meet your maker or whatever. <laughs> I just I want to see him get some comeuppance. He's got to be hit for something. We cannot allow this dude to roll. And I understand DeSantis, De Satan is another animal entirely. I get that. But let's get this one out of the fucking way. Keep fascism out of the United States, folks. That's pretty much it. And to do that, we need to focus on ending this movement of extreme, extreme right-wingism. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, something like that. Keep fascism out of the United States. Stop the movement of the... It would be right-wing extremism. That's how you better say it. But I kind of like how I said it. Extreme right-wingism. Fight extreme right wingism. That's right. And you know what? 
let's go ahead and end it there. Madcaps, let's just go ahead and do that. Because, you know, that's a good place to stop. That's a good place to stop. Anyway, thank you all for joining and listening. Don't forget to check me out on the Insta at RNK. Special thank you to Brian the Baker.